You're all going to die down here. Voodoo Priestess with the very uncanny impression of... I believe that's the Red Queen. Wow, that's just uncanny. Of course, we couldn't afford the real soundbite, so <laughs> it, would, it would have to be Voodoo Priestess. <laughs> that's right, folks. For this episode of Streaming Demons Preview, we are getting into the old film, which is Resident Evil. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, the first one. And then the new with uh, Charmed. Oh, no. Uh, crap. Hey, Voodoo. What did I watch? Oh, uh, Tron Legacy. No, wait. Witches. Uh, craft Macaroni and Witches of East. I don't know. Something with witches. And then the Rento, we throw a curveball. That's right. We throw them a curveball. We don't have to rent a brand new one always. We have Voodoo with the, I believe, Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. And in this episode, you find that Jim finds out there's an entire series. All that and more on this episode. Let's hit it. Three, two. Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Streaming Demons with my co-host Evangeline, or as you know, Voodoo Priestess. Say hello. Hello. And our special, special guest, all the way from the land of Twitter twatters, tweetings. I don't know how to say it. The Twitlands, the Twatlands, the Twitters. Maldehyde face. Hello. Nice to be here. I love it. Great. And one day Jim will actually know how to use Twitter or Instagram and he'll get with the lingo, but today is not that day. So if you are new to Streaming Demons, remember nothing because you're brand new to it. But if you're old and seen this program before, remember we do one borrowed, which is a rental or something brand new in the theater that we can kind of borrow or rent. One newish and one old. So with that being said, as Jim is a very lazy man, he always lets the guests go first. Malahali face, take it away. What do you got? All right. I selected something, you know, kind of old. I mean, if I think about it as being old, it makes me feel ancient, like I'm decaying right before my own very eyes. If I look in the mirror, it's that scene from Poltergeist where he's just peeling his skin away. But I selected Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay, now is this the infamous Resident Evil that one of my former co-hosts swears has a beaver shot in it? It is. It oh is my that. God. And they are right. Really? Oh yeah. You remember yeah. that? That was that's forever the, ago. <laughs> that's the only thing I remember in my podcast history was that. See, I forgot about it. And then I rewatched it just in the last couple days and really? it popped up. I was like, oh my God. Like Whoa. Hello. Hello, hey. my darling. Hello, my darling. We're really committing to this part in Resident Evil. Okay, and where does this stream on? Just for our audience knows, not because I'm taking notes. Uh, I was able to watch it on Amazon Prime Video. Okay. 
Amazon, another point for Amazon Prime video. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Just for our fans at home, not because I'm going to watch that like, you know, five minutes. <laughs> but continue, sir. Yeah. So Resident Evil, uh, I selected it um, for a couple reasons. One, because it was just one of the most, it stood out in my mind from, from my youth as a formative kind of horror film where I was way too young to be seeing it. Yeah, it was about right. I don't know. And uh, there's just a lot of scenes in it. Like all together, it's, it's, a little, it's a little bit of a mess, but there's just so many prominent scenes in it that stick out in my mind so clearly that I had to, I had to pick it up. And also I play an online game called Dead by Daylight. They just announced a Resident Evil chapter. Seriously? Yeah. Dude, we, do, we also play that. Do you? Although we never play it together. We uh, just started it. <laughs> it's yeah. so fun. And they just announced really? Resident Evil. Oh, that's so cool. I'll get some, thank you. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's, that, was, that was what drove my, my uh, selection. Oh, that, that's, that's great timing. I was gonna ask if you ever played the Resident Evil games. Oh, then yeah. you said how young you were when the movie came out and I started looking like my Tinder profile is like the man melting in Poltergeist. I was like, oh God, you came out when a kid. I wasn't huh? that young. I was in high school and I was oh, just- Oh, high school. High school was just longer <laughs> okay. ago than I had remembered it being. I was like, I was in high school, you know, like five years ago, you know, 2005. Oh. Everyone's, oh. Fa everyone's yeah, favorite year, happening. five years ago, 2005. Oh, right? That happens. I'll tell you what, as the older you get, like, it was just last year and before everyone here was born. You know, yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. COVID Ugh. time will do that to you though, man. It COVID will. Time. time isn't even real anymore. Right. Okay, so you you got this. Did it hold up? You know, I think it does hold up. It does. The, there's, you know, there's CGI issues, but at the same time, the CGI actually kind of looks like stop motion in parts which I'm like, you know, partial to. It feels like a lot more grounded. And it's before the movies go completely off the rails, which <laughs> like there's like six of them and like the yeah. first two are fine. And then it just, woof, that just takes a real downward turn, especially when they start trying to put 3D in it. But the first one, that's a good time. Yeah, no, I know what you mean about the, the, the last three are all called like the final chapter. It's like yeah. the final <laughs> chapter for realsies this time. Revelations. Yeah, the, like, the oh. second one is called Apocalypse. And it's like, well, that should be the end of that. But now apparently there's just more after that. And Revelations and I don't know. After Dark Matt, Phoenix. No. Oh, that was X-Men movies. Sorry. <laughs> it might as well have been. Listen, we can probably find some connections there. We can work it in. Oh, I would love to see that crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel Zombies was one of my faves. Oh, so okay. Good. So you're in this. Bring us to it. Even even if i've never seen this before in my life what's the one thing besides the obvious where i wrote down because 12 people told me to see it no uh what's what's one thing that pops in your mind what's the one thing that pops in your mind about this movie the one thing that pops in my mind about this movie that just stands out beyond everything else about this movie there is a scene and i'm not gonna like talk about it too much because you kind of just got to see it but there's a scene with a booby-trapped hallway Involving lasers. Yes. And it's get fucking nuts. And I think yes. about this shit at least once a week. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, I'll just be sitting there like at, at eating dinner or just like taking the dog for a walk. And I'll just be like, man, that scene with the lasers, they really fucking went hard on that scene, didn't they? And they did. They sure fucking did. 
woof. It was ugh, grim. I love it. It's that's amazing. amazing. No, it, and I love all of our reactions. As soon as you said that scene, Voodoo Priestess and I both said, like, we know exactly which one. We both got oh, yeah. excited, animally so. Like, the best. The best. That is awesome. It's so and good. the music, by the way, the oh, yeah. soundtrack is something I used to play because I wasn't in, in high school then. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe if I was playing like an older, like maybe I was like 21 Jump Street. Maybe I was in high school back then. Hey, maybe. I was, like, oh, I was the narc. I was like, hey, no, hey, kids. <laughs> Where's the next uh, rave at? I believe yeah. it was five raves back then. Hello, fellow children. Please direct me to your drug supplier as I am also <laughs> wanting to get high. Yeah, I, I think we worked that beat together. And uh, <laughs> no, that's that's it's awesome. I'm glad it holds up. And I'm glad it's free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, or you know, free because I put that in quotes since you have to sign up for Amazon Prime, but it pays for itself if you buy one thing. It does. Now, what would you give it, like, the godfather of all real video game movies that were successful was Resident mm. Evil. Mm. What would you give it for a Cthulhu rating out of five? Mm. And you can go negative, as we discovered later or earlier today. <laughs> you can make it if you want to. I'm definitely not going negative with it. It's an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable ride. I like the performances people give in it. Like I said, the story is kind of, it's all over the place, but it's also a video game movie. So, you know, you're not expecting perfection there. You're not expecting like, you know, Citizen Kane from the Resident Evil motion picture. But I, I'm going to go ahead and give that, like, give it a 3.5. 3.5, that's huge. That I is, like it. Oh, wow. It's Especially great. Video game movie. It, uh, Milia Jovovich was still starting to get into her acting chops. You yeah. know, she wasn't the full blown megastar, then did a bunch of acting movies or action movies. A 3. Right, you got 5. Michelle Rodriguez in there as well. I forgot she was in there. Yeah, with yeah. the elevator scene, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. She she kills it in that. Um, let me see. There's uh oh, I cannot think of his name, but he is I don't know if you've seen the show that was on Fox with Kevin Bacon called The Following, where he plays an FBI agent and basically he's responsible for putting away this serial killer who uh, themes all of his murders off of Edgar Allan Poe stories and poems. That sounds pretty cool. And when he gets put away, he has this basically on the outside operating cult of people that admire his work and continue killing for him it's great anyway that's a that's besides awesome. the point that serial killer is in resident evil i really? i don't remember his name i'm gonna look it up now that's okay I'm... you're gonna find out i don't even remember the name of the movie i watched that's all good it's true i've it? told him about a million times what it is because he keeps using the wrong title it's a completely <laughs> different title i'm not going to change during this podcast either <laughs> well, there you go. Oh uh, man, man, Resident Evil—that is a nostalgia trip. It I, it is, and you get to hear a bunch of Slipknot songs. Oh my as, god! I, that's what I'm saying. The soundtrack was—I had the soundtrack. That was like it, one of the few soundtracks I bought. Like, it's great. There's a really great scene where like Mila Jovovich like jumps up, kicks off a wall, and then kicks a mm-hmm. dog in the face. Like, love Absolutely. that. And that was—that's why I remember evil her. Dog. Practice. Evil yeah. dog. It is a zombie dog. Like it's not just some dog. It's not just <laughs> like someone's dog. <laughs> She's not just an asshole. If there's reasoning, that would be funny book, though. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. I oh man, see, gosh, 
this is when she was starts from being an action star. This is actually one of her first action roles. And yeah. I remember her training regimen. Way, way, this is, I'm telling my age. Way, way back in the day because it was like, yeah, no, that's that's what we did to train. And yeah. she took it seriously. She, it yeah, showed. she puts it into it. Like, she goes after it pretty hard in this movie. And like, like we said, like, there's like full, like, nudity on her part, like, which is unexpected, especially in just like a video game movie. It's like, you know, you don't have to have that in your contract if you're making Resident Evil. Yeah, but uh, they went for a hard R. Like they we're did blood, gut, swearing, nudity, the whole thing. Let's go straight out hard R. Yeah, and I mean, for it. it's also just it's directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, <laughs> who notorious for just making these kinds of movies. So like he made the most recent Monster Hunter. He did all with Millie. Yeah. That's also Evils. her too, right? Hmm. I think Monster Hunter is also with Miljovic. It is. Yep. I've not seen that yet. That was going to be my rental for a future episode. It's a good time. Is it? Good. Yeah, I was, it's ridiculous. I was, worried. I was like, do I want to watch this? You do. You do. You okay, want to watch okay, it. Okay. You're just like, this is crazy. Like, you, you can like enjoy things that are just absolutely bonkers. That is one of them. That's that's all I'm here He for. also did, like, Alien vs. Predator and Death Race and Event Horizon. Wow. And lest we forget, Mortal Kombat. Which one? The first one. The first and the only good. I haven't seen the newest one, so I, I haven't say. either. But yeah. I, I do like the first one, even though that is also not like a great movie. But man, is it enjoyable? Yeah, and part again, of that good music. Age well. oh, but you know what? Christopher Lampert's in it, so that's all I ever needed. There you go. Like got the Highlander as Raiden. Yeah, good. I don't care what else happens in the movie. Love that. His head off is all I want to see. <laughs> well, that's I, that's oh man, I'm not following that one. Okay, Voodoo Princess, what did you have? I'm not yeah. That. Uh, so you had old and I had rental. So I rented. What was it called? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. A classic. Exactly. Hey, no, no, no. I what rented a called? classic. What did I watch today? Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. Buffy. Oh, Luke uh, Perry. I yeah. love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Christy Swanson, Paul Rubens. Yeah, uh, Donald right. Sutherland, right? Yep. Yes. <laughs> so I chose this one, especially because there's a glaring difference between the movie and the TV show. And I think they're both actually really enjoyable for what they are. You just have to enjoy them separately. You, you can't, even though I do remember the first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they kind of did a callback to the movie. And I was like, that's kind of weird because uh... it's, Sarah Michelle Geller and Christy Swanson. So unless Ooh. you got 100% uh, plastic surgery and then age down or up. I can't There's remember. a TV show based Buffy on the, the movie? Slayer. Buffy the Vampire When did that come out? Is like is that recent? What? Have you never seen the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I, I see like so, like with Luke Perry, right? Like. Like no, there's a TV the show. Window, like, dude, there's a TV show. So was a TV show first? No. Oh. Movie? oh my God. How did. How do you run a horror site? <laughs> wait, wait, when was this? When it's was such this? a good show? This came out in like '97. The oh, show, yeah. I think. I, I was drinking during those years. <laughs> so was I, but you know, <laughs> you still remember. We get along. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was released in. It went from '97 to '03. It yeah. ran that long? Oh yeah, seven seasons. I've watched that show more than any other show. Oh my! I rewatched that. They had a spin-off series with Angel. Yep. yep. Wasn't that Bones? 
No. He was in Bones. Yeah. That's I, what I thought. Oh, that's why that guy looks so familiar because, oh my God. I, how I, how I, do you not know about Buffy, but you know about Angel? <laughs> well, I know, all I know about Angel because I knew about Bones because Ver- Bones first came out. The lead cast for Bones looks like my ex-girlfriend and we just broke up and she was going to be actor. And I was like, oh my gosh, she landed like Bones. Like how did that? <laughs> I know that happened. So I was like watching Engrossed in the first episode until I saw the credit reel. I'm like, okay, it's not her. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that was that was quick. Like, dump me, get a mega roll. I think that's like a T-shirt now. You have to date me first to dump me to get their mega roll. That's how the production goes. <laughs> uh, that's the only reason I knew about uh, Angel. So wow, uh, seven seasons, Buffy the Vampire. Okay, maybe I should have someone review it for the website. Oh, it's fantastic. It's I, a I classic. Might it's a this. cult classic, dude. The movie, I agree. The movie's a cult classic. Luke Perry, how can you go wrong? Straight out of Dylan. He's a 902-1 owing his entire lines. So, Evie, you, you, sorry, Voodoo Priestess. You, you picked this movie because you want to call back to the childhood of watching the TV show. You want to see what the movie inspired, right? Uh, Sure. That, and I remember Pee Wee Herman dying slowly. That's God, that's the best scene. And he's, he hands it up so perfectly. Like, just past the point where it's like, okay, this isn't funny. But he just keeps going, and it's so funny. <laughs> and it I, gets funnier again, yeah. He's great in it. He's so good. Okay, now I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever seen Cheech and Chong? I believe yeah, Cheech and Chong's smoke? next movie. No, next movie. Which is actually called the next movie. Oh, no. So that's the one where Paul Rubens, Paul is actually a more dirty comedian than most people know. Like when he was caught doing things in a movie theater, people are like, yeah, uh, we get it. Oh, Pee Wee Herman is doing that? Oh, right, yeah. His rehabilitated image of Pee Wee, like, no, it's, that's, can't, you know, you can't do that. Your kids host now. But no one really was too surprised. We were most surprised Pee was a kid's TV show. That was more of the biggest surprise. Um, so did you know him from, you know, you just knew him from Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse, right? That's why it was the death scene was, you didn't even watch, okay, how did you miss Pee Wee's Playhouse? There's a lot of blind spots in this podcast. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) Right? Oh my God. What is happening? Man. I knew about Pee Wee's Playhouse, I think. I probably did. That's actually my relationship with it as well. Like I didn't watch the show. I was just aware of it. I've, I like kind of saw it a couple times and I was like, yeah, it's not for me. But I did yeah. like the movie, like Pee Wee's Big oh, Adventure. Yeah. Big Adventure. Directed by right. Tim Burton. Scary. Yeah. It was scary, too. It has some, it has some bite. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're getting out. Okay. So back to <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Kirsty, Kristen Swanson. Swanson. Yes. One of those. Uh, so it starts her journey as a bobbleheaded. A stereotype blonde cheerleader. Clueless, yeah. Uh, Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then one day, Donald Sutherland comes to her and is like, hey, you're a vampire slayer, and you have the mark to prove it. And she's like, oh my god, I totally got that ugly mall removed. (laughs) And then vampire shenanigans happen, and she learns to see the bigger picture and tread on the earth or wait don't tread on the earth i can't remember which one she was opposed to she was doing something to something she was 
killing people from 90210. That's all I remember in Billy's <laughs> Playhouse. Man, that was such a stacked cast. Like it had oh, yeah. The main bad guy was Rutger Hauer, like Paul Rubens, David Arquette, Luke Perry, just killing it. Yeah. Also, Rat Seth Green was apparently in a scene that was cut, which makes him the only person to appear both in the series and the movie. Now, wow. here's my question to Voodoo Priestess. Do you remember who Seth Green is? Because I had to explain it to either you or Box. Who did I have to explain who Seth Green was? I think it was me, and I think something about a leprechaun came up, but he wasn't a leprechaun. No, he's not a leprechaun. He, he's just very short. <laughs> very small boy. Very small boy. Oh, oh man. I he's hope Seth Green though. doesn't listen to this, because now I'll just feel bad. Uh, if he does listen to it, Seth Green, I loved you in Idle Hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was in there. Yeah. yeah. And Holidays, the, the little anthology. Oh, yeah. So he's the, he's in some good horror stuff. All right, so Voodoo, what would you give this out of Cthulhu's one to five? Uh, probably three point five to four Cthulhu's. What? Like, it's a good movie. Oh my gosh! I thought for sure I could. Okay. Well, were you thinking it was going to be super low or a lot higher? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought okay, no, it's all good. It's all good. I can it's, do this. It's a good movie. It's. It's just got that perfect like '90s cheese to it, like yeah. the scenes inside, like the mall. You're just like, man, remember the malls looked like that when it was just like <laughs> overdosing on neon. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, my, my bedroom still looks like that, by the way. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all glowing dark stars. So you can like close your eyes, going, "Is that stars my bedroom ceiling?" Yeah, you go. That that's that's amazing, especially since most of your ratings, Voodoo, are like two. And that was a movie you're like, yeah, I kind of liked them. Give me a two. That is not <laughs> true. You got the haters club going for you. It's like, ah. Oh, oh no. man. I'm just super duper picky and weird. I also gave Bad Biology five stars, so you know my tastes are wrong. <laughs> I, I'm I you're I can't believe your mother had you watch that for sex ed. That was just the most bizarre choice as a parent. That's not how Whoa. that happened. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, have your, you have your version of that story. I have mine. Who's our listeners going to believe? Huh? Okay, so this, I'll do my, without looking at the title, on, I have my MD page up. My is, mine is the new. I almost did this as a rental a couple weeks ago. It is, uh, shit, is it Charmed of the Craft? The do? Craft Legacy. Oh my Thank God! You. Tron Legacy. I did Tron Legacy, and it's it's got some of those, those, those bikes riding and the zoom zooms, those car things. No, you're doing things. the witches one. You're doing oh, the witches one. Shit, the witch one. Which, yes. which one are you doing? The witch. one where you think the brothers were banging because you weren't paying any attention. Okay, that's not my fault. So okay, let's let's get the storyline out of the way. The storyline for Tron or Craft Legacy. A group of high school students form a covenant of witches. Okay, that's the entire log line. That's kind of weak. It's a PG-13. Okay, they casted, I had no idea. I saw uh, David the Coveney was in it and a bunch of people, I had no idea who it was. So I'm like, cool, why not? I was gonna rent it, watch the Empty Man. That was that one Empty Man podcast we did a long time ago. I'm so glad I didn't pay money for this. 
Um, and it started out with that. I did not watch the original Charmed or Craft. The Craft. Yeah. Charmed is a completely different witch show. <laughs> yeah. Bewitch, Charm, Craft, Sabrina, it, 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 Lakers and Five. That's all I know. <laughs> that didn't even rhyme no more. But I tried to like it. I, it was a Blumhouse. I was like, oh my God, Blumhouse. Holy crap. How can you go wrong? Well, Blumhouse I, is notorious. It's either you get crap or you get something passable. Yeah, they're they're really hit and miss. Yeah, and for me, this was passable. It it reminded me. Okay, when I said those two brothers were having sex, that's because all of the male characters look like Ken dolls. I could not tell them apart. Another thing in their character let me tell them apart either. So either physical characteristics or actual personal characteristics, they're all the same. I thought they're all just the the step brothers, Mike. So is this stepbrother baming his brother? Is like a, a PG thirteen? Like what was my rating on this one? No, it turned out to be friends or something like that. I didn't know. I didn't. I was an honest mistake on my part. Wait, they're friends sleeping together, or they're just friends hanging out together? No, they were banging. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they're were good, good friends. Yeah. Oh, they're... Okay. <laughs> which, which which does go into a bit of where the movie could go better it could go better like it's blumhouse you, you know the acting is gonna be passable like you said it's either gonna be uh or a superstar right the acting's gonna be passable the, the script's gonna be something on a dartboard uh everything is gonna be slick cgi is gonna be there the plot i i i didn't understand much of the plot like the whole plot was just to have a fourth person in a group that was the entire plot of the movie i think so cool whatever maybe i needed to watch the first one i don't know it's not a reboot it's kind of like a really weird sequel 20 years later i, it's, know, uh, it, yeah. I don't think you would have to watch the first one because the first one the plot after the covenant stuff is pretty character based is and, it yeah so yeah is that what i'm watching the Covenant? okay okay this was my problem with the movie the very first couple of scenes, it's Alanis Morissette playing on the radio, and these two women in the car start singing along. And I swear, I swear on my Winnie the Pooh glass that I thought they're just two friends in high school because you know how they kind of like age out people anyways. So I'm like, okay, they're two college women, they're two older high school women, wherever they are, they're driving. No, it was mom and daughter. I'm like, how is that the mom if that's the daughter? Like that, like. The daughter's 32 the mom's 42 like cw what? effect yeah i was like exactly it, it's the entire riverdale like eventually one of you guys have to graduate right is that the horror that you're 35 years old and you're still in high school is that your horror story here Riverdale? don't worry oh. the riverdale later seasons they all have them come back as teachers or something so they never leave high school oh, that's saved by the bell <laughs> But that was my thing, like, oh my God, that I figured out. I'm like, oh, what the heck? And then David the company comes out of nowhere and he's got three kids that look exactly the same except for the little kid. And then, they do. And then the blood scene, like, I, I don't know. I, I've never menstruated that I know of, but it was kind of uh, big gushy. It was big uh, gushy and I can I understand. Uh, my menstruation experience comes from Big Mouth the cartoon show <laughs> sure i get that but my god i couldn't imagine that being real in high school so 
Okay, as the only female here. As we all like stare at your camera going, <laughs> yes, yeah. anytime, uh, Evangeline. So when you say gush scene, was it just like she stood up and then all of a sudden blood just spewed on Niagara the Niagara Falls. Yeah. There was um, a blood trail leading to her seat. Uh, yeah, that's probably not going to happen just because, uh, you know, you have clothes on. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's going to, if uh, the worst case scenario, if you're bleeding heavily, it's going to run down your leg and probably start staining your socks if you've like bled so heavy that you did not notice or My something. socks. My <laughs> socks. Yes. Oh my God. But like, unless she was not wearing any underwear or it was just a skirt or something, no. that's the only reason that she would be. Like, and. And that's thank you for for chiming in with that because that's what like I'm trying to go back to my memory of like high school when people are start like being excused to like oh my god you know I I never remembered a blood trail I never remembered like there's being able usually, to hunt someone there's usually not a blood trail I mean in my whole <laughs> my my whole life I've never seen that happen and I know plenty of women people who menstruate who never left the blood trail anywhere like there's like stains on seats things like that sure right absolutely never anything that extreme which here's the thing i've seen this movie i rented it as well and i also saw the original um i actually i thought it was i didn't think it was that bad uh i actually kind of thought yeah and here's here's why so i like the craft the original I love the craft. It's it's fantastic. It's we've got the like lines like we're the weirdos, Mister. We've got like right. Robin Tooney in there killing it, just like fresh off of Empire Records. Like it's a it's a it's a good flick. There's a lot of good like practical effects, good magic, good like you know just kind of subtle rising like terror that happens right. throughout. Never gets like too bad, but like it's a really good like snapshot in time of that time for you know, like women in that moment in high school that may maybe didn't meet the mainstream. Like they didn't go with the same flow as everyone else did. There might be a party of five. Because, yeah. Because I think that was Neb Campbell's show was Party of Five, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Love so Neb Campbell. Kind of played that and that, yeah. Love her. Um, but I kind of, so I came at, I came at the craft legacy from a kind of similar way in okay. that, I feel like it's a snapshot of like now and what girls in high school might be experiencing now with things like the blood played up to be the most mortifying experience it could possibly be. Because in your head, if that happens to you, if you leave like a little blood on your seat or something like that, in your mind, you are, it's everywhere. Everyone sees it. It's Carrie. yeah it's just it's played up and so i i felt like so i wasn't like you know it wasn't like my favorite film that i've ever watched but as i was watching it i also had this thought like this is probably not for me like this movie probably wasn't made for me it was probably made for women or people who identify as women younger than me and that's what evie said that's like this movie's not for you man i'm like (laughs) maybe and (laughs) so yeah and as I as I viewed it through that through that lens, I was like, and just reading reviews from like younger 
younger uh, female viewers, it was just like, you know, like it's, they seem to be, you know, mostly positive. So yeah, I, I was able to appreciate it for the things that like spoke to me about it, where it's like, there were all these callbacks to the original film, which also probably wasn't for me, but I still love the shit out of it. And, right. and then there was all this, this new stuff, this, all this camaraderie, all this kind of like girls should be like, you know, taking care of each other instead of like going against each other kind of vibe. Right. And I did like that. And that's what I picked up. And that part was awesome when they start banding together. Yeah. And then they turn on each other. But yeah. <laughs> when they start banding together, that was, and I, I can't, there's an issue I have with the ending and I can't spoil it. Uh, without spoilers, it's really hard to do. And it's almost like they build up and the actor was like, Phew. Uh, mm. I, I I can I see I can about. see your point. Yeah, a, I know. I can yeah, <laughs> like I can see your point. Or this is the what the worst case scenario for a woman to go through, and how the the fears, kind of like the the, the fears for uh, a guy might have been in. Um, it's almost like a Seth Rogen movie. Uh, what was it? <laughs> super bad. I think it was actually super bad, where there's so much pressure to do things, and you look at this with an adult eye. I'm like, that's all date rape. <laughs> like the entire movie is about like getting someone drunk and then having sex with them when they can't have the uh, knowledge or consent, informed consent. Like, yeah. it's like John Hughes, I had I was teaching a class and I was like teaching John Hughes for a minute for screenplay and they're like, like that's that's all date rape. I'm like, eh, no, I was like, oh, you're right. At that time, at that time, mm-hmm. it was the image of that snapshot of the time. Now it doesn't really quite hold up. And that's yeah, same with like like the it's like Re- Revenge of the Nerds where you like kind of remember it being just like a fun kind of movie about nerds getting back at the society that's pushed them down. But you're like, man, this is like the rapiest movie I've ever seen. Now. Yeah, and I had like, explained ugh. that to Voodoo Priestess and I think I'm back. like way back then, nerd was like the worst thing you can tell someone for some yeah. reason. Like if you were just a kid in school, that was the easiest way to go. You're smart, but, fuck you. Yeah, now it's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I was telling Voodoo, I don't have to wear glasses. It just makes me look smarter. <laughs> <That's it>. like, <laughs> right? So we have this, and I I can see I can see if it's if I was looking at it as a teenage girl, preteen girl, and that was one of the things I didn't know until I saw the PG thirteen on it on IMDb when I googled it today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's a PG thirteen. I, I should have known better. As we're doing like Resident <laughs> Evil went for a hard R. Oh yeah, this would have been a different movie as an R. Oh yeah, this would have been blood, guts, and ass everywhere. Like, wow, for sure. Yeah, so that is going to inform. And see, this is what we talk. This is why we just discuss stuff one, 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 and one, and one. I'm gonna give this only because I really can't tell those guys apart. Still, still. Oh, they look exactly the same. You're not wrong about that. That has nothing to do with like snapshot in time or anything. Those dudes look the same. So I I was like, kind of freaked. I was like, (laughs) we were recording. Like, I think like the brother's banging the other brother now. I don't know, man. Like, what am I watching? Uh, but yeah, and if they would have delved in a little bit more on that angle, because they oh, they they come close and they go, they yeah. screwed away, they screwed away. It's gonna be a two point five out of five Cthulhu's, which That's is fair. the highest rating I gave today. My other movie is <laughs> call or uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Or Cannibal? Cannibal, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust in my other movie. Yeah, so Cannibal 2.5 out of 5. I could see it as a 3 if I was a little bit, I would say, more in tune with the youthful side. 
That's fair. Or if they would have looked a little bit deeper with the mature themes, I think they could have gone with the deeper for sure. Yeah, themes, they actually could have hit a lot of the issues they were trying to talk about harder, and they yeah. did end up shying away from a lot of it. I also thought that when I first watched it. Yeah, and some of the things we, we're not trying to be vague on purpose. It's just some of it is, is a plot spoiler. Yeah. So we can't quite say. All right. With that being said, awesome, awesome, awesome. We do our plugs, and since you're the guest, what do you want to plug? Oh, okay. Um, uh, I don't have much to plug. You can follow me on Twitter at formaldehydeface. Um, there's no A in face, so just bear that in mind because Twitter wouldn't let me add that extra letter. Um, and uh, you can also uh, go to my blog if you want. I haven't updated it in a while because I have depression, but it's uh, au revoir fingernails.wordpress.com. And I do horror reviews and stuff like that, and I will be getting back to it. Like I said, it's just been spend a time you know uh, it's okay we understand yeah, I <laughs> but like, trust us we all had that conversation <sighs> like like the five minutes before we called you up actually <laughs> that was our conversation <laughs> like oh yeah how are you doing huh? yeah you know okay. that that's awesome and I, I i i met your twitter profile through voodoo priestess and it, it is amazing stuff and i absolutely oh, thank you recommend follows and engagements always 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 uh, and i really appreciate coming. that it's all honest and truthful. And now, uh, Voodoo Priestess, show us the screwdriver you want to plug. Uh, oh, wait, you're not plugging I the changed... You changed it. Sorry. <laughs> I changed it to a cat. Oh. Yes. It's from cool. the anime Natsume no Yujincho, or Natsume's Book of Friends. This is Nyanko Sensei, and he's adorable wearing the skin of a different Nyanko Sensei. <laughs> uh, adorable and creepy i love it if you look into its eyes you feel like you're gonna see how you're gonna die i know right <laughs> <laughs> so proud of that one <laughs> okay that that's awesome and then i am gonna plug since i already plugged something else last time i'm gonna plug comicbooklegaldefensefund.org cbdlf.org if you're into graphic novels, if you're into First Amendment rights about talking and being able to express yourselves, give them a follow, give them some donation. I've got an autograph mouse by Art Spiegelman for 50 bucks, Canadian. Whoa. US, one of the two. Either way, it's, it's a steal. I got autographed preachers, like anything you want. They have artists pitching in. I think Neil Gaiman is doing a bunch of stuff for them right now. So hop on comicbooklegaldefensefund.org. Check them out spend your money protect your first amendment rights because without actually freedom of speech none of our horror movies would exist like they would never do resident evil no. like oh sorry this this and this and this <laughs> oh witchcraft we can't talk about witchcraft and then mine and well they'll still do evies because why not <laughs> it's just killing vampires that's all that yeah is. yeah and it's a good old a time seven year run of a probably successful tv show I, seven I year have, incredible run must have missed so I'll, I'll check that out later on for myself jim phoenix and my co-host would priestess and our very special guest from High face i bid you goodbye goodbye everyone goodbye, goodbye.
I hear a cat. 